When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't actually know some of the people that are on the roster, but I got, I got the basic gist of it. Um, but uh, I, I, I admittedly, uh, Cameron Hughes, I don't know who he is or what he does, but he's apparently possibly on the roster somewhere. Yeah, so um, good luck to him. Hope he does well. Um, <laughs> Season three of the Brews and Bruins podcast. Yeah, I have to address that. Podcast presented by Brews Diehards, Pride Diehards, uh, Miller Lite, DraftKings. Um, yeah. <laughs> keep saying Miller Lite. Actually, it's Miller it High really Life. Bad. It's Miller High Life now. That's where, that's who we're after. Miller Lite's been okay. ignoring us for a bit. You know, I, I actually saw I saw a new Miller Lite that I'd never seen before in Montreal this weekend, and I wasn't sure if it was like a Canadian thing or not. I took a picture of it. It's Miller Genuine Draft. Maybe I'm just out of the loop. No, Miller Genuine Draft. That's uh, I think that's the original. That's like the, yeah. the coolest banquet beer. All right, well, might as well introduce all of us. Uh, <laughs> on, on my end, we've got Isabel. Say hi, Isabel. Uh, we got Drew. We got Cam. And we have our uh, our good friend, D.F. Pendries. How you doing? I'm, I'm here, believe it or not. I'm here. <laughs> this has been a, a long time coming. Uh, one of our, our favorite listeners slash uh, Twitter friends. Um, what's uh, what's going on in DF world these days? Uh, just you know, trying to get through the summer so we can get to some hockey and and yeah. all the other winter sports I follow, and uh, just uh, doing the do basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we uh, wanted to have you on to I don't know talk about some hockey. But maybe even more importantly, especially since the offseason, uh, talk about some of our favorite uh, random team names, uh, because I know that's something that you and Cam have been uh, exchanging 
I, I admittedly have dropped the ball on this a little bit. So when we were routinely sending the scripts to DraftKings, every time I would go on, I don't even know how this started. I think DF just emailed us one day, just a picture of like a very obscure, like it was like a Japanese like baseball team or something. I don't know. It was something very random. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Freaking awesome. Heckin' awesome. And <laughs> sorry. It's, and, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to like send one back. No words, no text, anything. And so I just sent one back. And then we kind of had this thing going for like at least a year, probably where like every like week or two, like we would just send each other emails. And there was no, there was, I don't think there was ever a single word exchange. It was just obscure sports team logos. Uh, And it has since carried on to our podcast and I think onto Twitter. Um, So yeah, this has definitely been a a long time coming. Anyway, we got to get back to the, uh, to the, the the email train uh beverages um yeah. introduction of beverages uh isabel would you like to introduce your beverage first um, yogurt. yeah drinkable yogurt what's the flavor here very very is it good all right sounds like a 37 to me um i am rocking a malibu pina colada um just you know feeling really tropical today so you are, huh? Last, mm-hmm. last episode was a Corona Fresca. Yeah. Uh, on an island in the sun. This one's 7%. Um, it tastes like coconut and pineapple. That's what it's supposed to taste like. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. would hope so. Tasteability, uh, 35. Um, drinkability, a little lower because it's, uh, it's definitely got a lot of sugar in it. Um, Literally on the can, it says sip easy. Uh, so we'll go to yeah, we'll Report back on the heartburn going on <laughs> later, but. Uh, DF, you got anything for us? Oh, uh, I'm drinking the uh, cranberry lime polar seltzer from uh, Worcester, Mass. The goat. This is the yeah. best of the uh, yes. polar seltzers. I, I think it's maybe just the best seltzer. Yeah. yeah. I haven't Absolutely. found a better one. Absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, got a got a drinkability of a twenty-seven and a tasteability of thirty-seven. I think I got my numbers right there. And, Incredible, uh, awesome. Do you want the Bergeron scores or do you not? <laughs> uh, you you can do what you like there. <laughs> For some reason, I'm charging that. If you are too, you can control that, Caleb. Little yeah, but the fact that you are included in that that realm of power is concerning. Um, I am drinking a Downey's pear cider. I had I didn't I've never seen this variety pack um, of their ciders. This is a really I think these guys are out of Maine, I believe. But um it might be Boston. I don't know, somewhere in New England. Pretty popular around here, but uh, I've never seen this variety pack. It had the regular one, which is really good. It had this pear and a blackberry. Uh, I decided to dip into the pear one. It is very sweet. I mean, which you would expect out of a cider. It, it tastes, I mean, like pear juice, which is what you would expect. It's what it is. Um, obviously, very sweet. I don't know if you've tasted a pear before. You know what it tastes like. Nothing too much else to report there. It's crispy. Uh, it's a little bit thicker. I like down east because it's it's unfiltered, so it's got a little bit more of that yeah. like, cider flavor, which I don't know reminds me of like 
growing up in upstate New York, like all the, you know, apple orchards up there doing fresh cider, like best time of year, just getting fresh cider and donuts and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously this is pear, so it's a little bit different, but still very delicious drinkability, uh, probably dangerously like a 35. You yeah. really go ripping with these and tasteability easily a 37. I, uh, I had the, uh, the pear one over at, uh, uh wilson county barbecue here in portland oh, what a place and what a place they're we gotta get Wilson we gotta Rock. just like do some live episodes from random places yeah. in portland we think are chill and then we'll like zoom in chris and izzy and cat and, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, <ADF. laughs> but yeah uh, we'll just throw the link out into the void and cam and i will be sitting in a restaurant <laughs> together at a chili's we'll all link up at a chili's but um yeah it's a good drink I like it. They have it on tap there, so it's great. Um, I have a Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. Um, shouts to Tom Martin, uh, Julia's dad. He a big fanatic of Sierra Nevada. Um, every year they do a trip to North Carolina, which Captain Oblivious was on. Um and they have a place in Mills River, North Carolina. So they always stay over like by the brewery so he can stop at the brewery and buy a bunch of beer and like, you know, enjoy the brewery for the night. Um, so the biggest Sierra Nevada fan I know, Tom Martin, uh, the torpedo, we're on the theme of like the flavor tasting like it is. So it does taste like a torpedo um as, as someone who's had a torpedo before um like the sandwich or like an actual like both piece of it's like a mix of both it's very interesting i don't know how they did they did that um but <laughs> um tasteability um i mean i'm coming off the uh seltzer i had so i don't i don't know what the it, it's explain the taste but the tasteability is a 28 uh drinkability let's go the full 37 just for the sierra nevada bergeron scores all right <laughs> all right so number one question off the top and it's a tough one df how does one become a bruins and canadians fan oh um well no shame no shame on here drew is well, uh Drew is the biggest Bruins and Maple Leafs fan that I know. Hey, <laughs> shut <Absolutely>. the <laughs> hell up. We've got the recordings to what? prove it, just like we've got the recordings to prove that Chris wants to trade David Pasternak. Both I same. would give up Pasternak. I think that first line works without Pasternak, because I also don't love David Pasternak. I don't care about him all that much as a person. <laughs> <laughs> the as a person is really what sells it <laughs> the extra over the top uh, uh, yeah. and it's even uh, funnier if you were to know who that's about but anyway <laughs> well of course the bigger question is how does a whalers fan become a bruins and canadians fan like that's like betraying like everything i stand for over and over again it's just it just it just sort of happens it i i I be I became open minded to just being a fan of more than one team, given that usually what happens in fandom is your team eventually is going to do something that is horrible. And, you know, and it pretty much certain fan bases know exactly what that is right now. And so I figured I just have to have other fan bases lined up 
to do that. And so and it just it just opened my mind to just not being so fixed on this team we have to hate and this team we have to like, except when the playoffs happen. And then then I, then I have to have a, a sort of a stratification going. So eventually teams are going to have to figure themselves out. But it's just it's just all you need to do is have one team trade your this just terrible player to your team. And then all of a sudden it's no fun anymore. So it's just it's just that's how I've become open to being uh, to various fan bases that shouldn't be so mixed together. Yeah, I know. I was uh, holding holding my breath uh, when there was that one report that the Bruins were linked with uh, Tony D, and then I was like, oh, not sure what to do here. So, uh, fully understand that. Um, yeah. yeah, I will say I I really appreciate that perspective. I think that's something that I've been thinking about lately because um, on a on a soccer slash football standpoint. I'm a Liverpool fan, but I also, through the years of video games and just kind of through that picking up um, a fandom in real life, I'm a, a Portsmouth fan, a former Premier League team. They've won the English Cup like twice in like the 50s, but they're now currently in the third tier of, of English soccer, formerly the fourth tier when I started actually following them. And, you know, I, it, that's a that's a long shot at this point, but I always thought of like, what if they made it to the Premier League and like... I would have to pick between like Liverpool and Portsmouth and like, what would I do? And as much as I love Liverpool, part of me feels like I would have to support Portsmouth just because it would be like the underdog story of being able to climb back up and that sort of thing. But like, I've really like the last two weeks have like been thinking about this like way more than I should have. And it's been like legitimately stressing me out. Like what would I do? I've never had to face that scenario before of like, is it okay to root for two teams at once? And I, I, I appreciate the wisdom here, I suppose. Tim, as somebody who often stresses about very unlikely hypotheticals, I, I empathize. Hmm. It's tough. It's honestly really tough. It's one of the reasons I'm happy that Maryland, the, probably the only reason I'm happy that Maryland doesn't have a Division One ice hockey team is because I can continue to just root for RPI without any ethical dilemmas <laughs> going on here. <laughs> so we, we've been jawing uh, each episode kind of, ad nauseum about the current Bruins roster. Um, haven't really done anything super productive with it, the three of us, but we've been asking each of our guests kind of like for a state of the union, where, where, how do you feel about this Bruins roster right now as currently constructed now that we know that Bergeron and Krejci are back and there's obviously injury concerns and, and whatnot, but the roster is pretty much set. Uh, well, um, and obviously they're still waiting on Pasternak, but you know I gotta agree with you. I I just don't care that much about David Pasternak, so it's just gonna be um, as it, as the <laughs> roster is currently constructed. Um, I think it's coming along pretty well, though. Admittedly, I I was doing show prep and I went and I tried to print out the roster and found that it was different in three different places, depending on what I looked at. So um, I, I, I don't, I don't actually know some of the people that are on the roster, but I got, I got the basic gist of it. Um, but uh, I, I, I admittedly uh, Cameron Hughes, I don't know who he is or what he does, but he's apparently possibly on the roster somewhere. Yeah. So um, good luck to him. Hope he does well. Um, <laughs> Just, uh, I, but the basics is that um, I, I think the team has about 400 centers, and I think that's good. You can never have too many of them. 
and uh, I think it's it's looking pretty good. Um, so no, a lot. A serious answer to the question is it sort of depends to me on how Pavel Zaka does because if Zaka actually does like he's supposed to do, then then it's good. If Zaka underperforms like he's used to doing, then it's like okay, it's just another. It's just another case of Pavel Zaka being Pavel Zaka. So it's it, that's sort of up in the air. And I'm sort of worried about the defense because you got the injuries going on and it's just kind of been sort of the sort of those questions of who you fill those bottom spots with. But other than that, I, I think it's a pretty strong lineup with some of those question marks. I also want to uh, thank or congratulate or maybe apologize to you for being the first person ever to do show prep for Bruce and Bruins because I know none of us have ever. Hey. Uh, uh, I was that guy for a little while. Shakespearean tragedy. That's prep. That's prep right <laughs> the, there. Actually, the, the irony is we spent longer building that awful – whatever you want to call it, then we did. That was not awful. That was good. You know, what's awful was my jack-o'-lantern shit. That was awful. And I admit it. And that's what you have as a creative poet of. (laughs) I I I guess not poetry. Shakespeare episode. And I I gave up on it, but good. Good for you. Really? Oh (laughs) no, it was great. You got to give it a listen. You got power through it. The it's the second act. The second act brings <laughs> it really ties things together. Trust me, I was just off the award shows. <laughs> uh, DF, do you have any uh, inside info on what we can expect from the Canadians this year? Is uh, it going to be, be different from the the kind of mediocre yeah. team of of last year, or is it going to be uh, more of the same? It's going to be, it's going to be, the team may be better than it was last year, but that's not going to be saying much. It may, the team may make it like if, I mean, if the team does really well, we might be talking about like 22nd in the standings. It's just, it's just, if the team isn't, isn't yet built to win, it's built to develop players and it's built to have some players that they need to get rid of to get under get under the salary cap crunch that they're in so it's it's a very transitional team right now now a few years from now a lot of the young players they have now are going to be really good i think and that's going to work out very well for them but right now it's a very 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 just a team that's on the rebuild Uh, yeah honestly and as Bruins fans we like to see that yeah no (laughs) but honestly that's really like I don't we've never even thought about having like someone who know like knows about the Canadians podcast. I don't think it's ever crossed our minds. So that's like actually really great insight to have about your your main ride. It's like a good first step toward acceptance of Canadians fans. Yeah. It's like maybe well, one mean, day we'll be able to the, invite the THPN podcast we, the we, we did have a brief it, with I, the THPN uh, Habs podcast. The thing is, the Habs are like the Yankees, so it's like, like especially because the Habs historically were the better team, always beating the Bruins, and then the Bruins have made a better resurgence in the past decade um, and a half, or two decades almost at this point, I think. Um, But (laughs) anyway, time is a flat circle. Yeah. Interesting. Parallel universes. 
But, All right. Do we want to get into our favorite random sports teams? Oh yeah, I've been I've been researching but, over here. But before that, refreshing the memory, I'll say. Before that, here you got something. Before to that, say. the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of way to with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. This is going great. You can feel your fandom and feel the heat and feel the sweat like never before. This is great. Uh, Plus right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus the same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. Your betting options feel endless. Please talk about an upcoming game of your choice, matchups, pairings that interest you, who you'll be keeping an eye on, who most excites you, etc. Anyone have anything to add? No? Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TB. PN, make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. That was a very clean ad read. Wouldn't you say, Izzy? (laughs) As soon as you started doing this, Isabel turned to me and she said, I want this to end. (laughs) We all did, Isabel. We all did. That has to be the cold. <laughs> I wish that got caught on microphone. I muted us. I'm sorry. It's oh, that's the worst mistake of your entire life, Chris Gear. How do you yeah. feel about that? Um. All right. So yeah, we we wanted to have DF on to talk about random sports teams. Um. I don't know. I wrote down like five of them but there's no limit you could say a hundred if you want we might not record it all but uh we'll get there who wants to kick us off df how about you give us your like one of your favorite random sports teams well uh certainly one of the most random ones and i think what started the email chain off is of course uh yokerit in helsinki finland that was which, it, yeah which which their their logo is just a jester which is winking at you. And it's, it's just, I mean, it's just a, I mean, it's just classic. I mean, I, I, I don't do it just justice through an audio medium like this, but uh, it's just uh, one of my favorites. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly at it right now. It's incredible. I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly surprised. Right I'm honestly surprised it ever became an actual logo. Cause I mean, it's not, it doesn't strike fear into people's hearts. Yeah, I responded uh, when you when you mentioned Joker. It I responded with the logo that first came to mind, which was uh, SC Burn, uh, and uh, they became prominent in my brain from I think twenty fifteen or sixteen. They had their logo is like red, black, and yellow, and it's like it says SC Burner on the outside, and it's got a bear like head silhouette with like this disgusting looking hockey stick tongue coming out of it. (laughs) And they use this like red, black, yellow color combo 
on the most ridiculous jerseys that just started randomly having just like patches of other colors on it. It was just like half of it on the bottom was just blue for no reason, but only in like one square. And my friends and I saw this jersey and we were like, this is the most ridiculous thing of all time. Uh, and that was that was the first one that came to mind for me. But um, I pulled up a list of like the 50 most bizarre team names in any sports. But I feel like I'll save the number one. That's, for that's later on cheating. Here. You got to find it. Oh, on no, your I've own. got some, I've got my no, own. You got to find it. I wanted to see how obscure we could get. What's the qualifier to to be on there? Like, are, are there poly baseball team names or is it just like. Uh, this was a junior community college. Okay, so it's actually, it's in okay. your your territory, the Scottsdale Community College uh, Fighting Artichokes. Fighting Artichokes, yep. <laughs> fighting Artichokes. <laughs> uh, also included was the Thailand Tobacco Monopoly FC in the first. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, what you got, Drew? One I just found. By Googling England hockey, and I'm on englandhockey.co.uk slash media slash news slash Commonwealth Games Watton HC. There's some uh, these things, dashes in there. But uh, the the household cavalry, um, which I just think, like, why, what's a cavalry doing at a household? Like a whole, like when I think cavalry, that's like 60 people on horses ready to go for a fight. Don't know why it's at a household. Anyway, continue. Uh, cool, Drew. Uh, Kat, you got one for us? Um, I love the Joker at Helsing, Helsing. He was brought up because um, I I always like that uh, there's another team in, uh, in Finland, although uh, Joker, it's in the KHL. Uh, one of the teams that's in Liga is called a Vasa Sport. And one of their players once complained to me that every other team gets an actual mascot in their team name. Like there's Jokerit and then uh, I think a couple of the others have like cool names with them. And Vasa, they were like, what will we be? We'll be the sports. And they didn't even use the Finnish word for it. They just used the English sport. And that's it. And they were like, cool. And that's a, that's a major pro team in Finland and that's like my favorite case of a team just like phoning it in. <laughs> While they, you're, uh... If your team name they're like what will we be? Uh Vasan Sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's use the English word. Let's let's do it. And then they just like they were like cool, submit, done. So uh, you bring it a little further south uh to the Swiss soccer league, you get the the BSC Young Boys. <laughs> uh, it's gotta be the greatest name probably Chelsea BSC. just young boys <laughs> it's 32,000 it fits in their stadium to see the young wow. boys <laughs> like, young boy. just a well, remarkable one and in, in Lithuania there's the uh, one of the best hockey team names there's Hockey Punks Vilnius which is uh, literally their logo is a, is a guy with a mohawk it's just <laughs> My that's amazing. Uh, my number one KHL team is uh, Metallurg Magnitogorsk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just the, the absolute best. And their logo is a pretty cool looking uh, wolf or dog or something. That looks like a Siberian creature of some it's, kind. It's very sure. fierce looking. Uh, 
Love that. Fennec Fox, maybe. Yeah, I, I think Fox is probably the best guess on that. Um, yeah, excellent stuff. Um, I well, I will say on non-creative names, I already mentioned RPI on this podcast, but they're in engineering school, so they brought up the very good name engineers. <laughs> like, but great. I feel like that, that, like that works. Like, like it's not like it's not based on their nothing. mascot it's is based a puck. On, like... It's just a puck. <laughs> like, it's a oh, okay, that's one of the best mascots in sports. It's incredible. I love it. That's it should incredible. be an engineer. Like, it should <laughs> yeah. just be someone in like I don't know, like a like a hard hat or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't the puck have a hard hat though? Yeah, the puck does have okay, a hard hat. Well, okay, 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 okay. give it. I'll part. give it that. It goes along with all of the uh, A&M schools being Aggies. Yeah, they're, they're every one of them. Um, if, we're, if we're talking about, like, I think names with logos that actually really work and that we're not just laughing at, the Orlando Solar Bears yes. are one of the best sports logos I've ever seen. Obviously, it's like a silly minor league team name. But they did it in a way that I think like is a very beautiful logo. The color scheme kind of slaps too. Oh, so much, and it's so perfect for Orlando. Obviously, like it, it yeah. works so well. Um, so shout out, shout out the Solar Bears. I do like that. Uh, the Coyotes have the Roadrunners. I think that's speaking of like good harmonious things. I like uh, Ooh, the Sharks and the Barracudas. Yeah. Although there's not a whole cartoon based around. No, the sharks and barracudas. Okay. <laughs> I cut that one out. <laughs> um, yeah, your your territory. Speaking of uh, minor league baseball, we got the Hartford Yard Goats. Yeah, I was going to give you some shouts there. Yeah, always uh, always invokes thoughts of uh, having just like a a fleet of goats oh. to tend to your uh, your yard. Yeah, um, instead of yeah. you know using a lawnmower. That's 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 exactly what they do, and that's that's what Hartford is known for. I mean, we don't we don't mow lawns; the, the goats do it for us. And what people don't really know about what goes on in Connecticut is uh, stuff like that. Yeah, you think Connecticut's bad? Wait till you hear about Rhode Island. We'll have Pat back on again. You'll hear some stuff. But that's, uh, yeah, no, uh, minor league baseball is a is a real winner. I feel like every team is is really good. I love the Sea Dogs one. I think works really well. Um, Lansing, Lansing, Lansing lug nuts. Yeah, Lansing I was about to say. Lug nuts made a shirt that just had the word nuts written nuts. on it yeah. a couple years back, and they sold it in their team store. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, the Rocket City um, Trash Pandas. Rocket City Trash Pandas, right here. Right there. We got right the mug. There. Incredible. I, uh, I got. I don't know. Is it okay to just jump in as I find them? Because I did not prepare. That's kind of the point here, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's I, um, I got something from the North Boston Men's Hockey League. Oh, um, no. uh, I got Agent Orange. Now, this team, look, this team may be on a three-game losing streak with a negative 39 goal differential. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Michael Swift, Nate Tedford, Nick Sisler, Isaac Lejeau, Andrew Goldfarb, Keith Golly, Rich Lean, and Daniel Pearl are all working their asses off. Um, and you know, they're they're four nine and oh, it's respectable. Sorry, butts off. Sorry, butts off. Drew, I'm gonna make you edit this. <laughs> Both. All right. Uh the Albuquerque Isotopes. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fire a few DF. 
Well, uh, one one that I got a real kick out of is out of junior hockey is the uh, Halifax Mooseheads, oh, in yeah. that it's not yeah. it's not moose, it's literally the taxidermy Moosehead. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it. I really don't. I, mean, I guess I've never considered that. And also the logo is the moose head on top of basically what looks like a very simple font H like that. They basically were throwing the thing together and they just sort of got it out of a clip art pack. It's very, very simple. And um, one uh, also like the uh, one, one that uh, one that we lost though, is that the, the franchise got sold was the Minnesota magicians. And Ooh, which, yeah. which, which was just featuring a very spooky-looking magician holding a hockey stick, and I, I think that's a great loss for uh, for fandom, and that we don't have them anymore. Yeah, pull one out. Yeah, um, they were the Null, right? They were an NHL team. Yeah, were they USHL. Uh, they were. I think they were NHL. NHL. Yeah. Uh, some some D one college, uh, I believe. UC Santa Cruz is the banana slugs. Yep. That's that's a classic. Um, and then uh, St. Louis is the Billikens. Yes. The Billikens. It's, it's like a charm doll. It looks kind of like an Oh, elf. that's awful. Yeah, it's real, real creepy. I hate that. And then my all-time favorite is uh, what? It's the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. 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 Yeah, it's the some kind of rooster or something. I've got the Presbyterian blue hose. Yes, the blue <laughs> hose. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it's an STD. <laughs> uh, the South Dakota School of Mines and Technology Hard Rockers. Hard wow. Rockers. That's one of them. Um, if we're going uh, another good one, actually, like a legitimately good one, uh, the new USL League Two side, Vermont Green. I think that's an awesome name uh and another absolutely incredible logo that looks like it's for a music festival really cool stuff yeah and then the savannah ghost pirates which are joining the echl this year i mean just yeah. a brilliant brilliant marketing one yeah that's wonderful yeah now the amarillo sod poodles yes <laughs> why why be a bulldog when you could be a sod poodle <laughs> cool. yeah I mean, oh, the rumble ponies. Rumble ponies. I mean, just at this point, there isn't like a normal name in minor league baseball. Yeah, like if all... there is, they, they look like they're behind the times. Just... Yeah, so I, I like the ones that are like the original weird names. Like the Lansing Lugnuts have been around forever. Like yeah. The yard boats have moved around all over the... Like, the I feel like the Sea Dogs because they're a literal dog in the sea. But like, there's the there's the newish one that's like the pickles or whatever, and they're on Twitter being funny or whatever. Like, what? That's Savannah fine. Bananas. That's that's fine. Oh, the bananas! I stand. All I, I, don't, I don't respect it as much because they haven't put in years. <laughs> they're just jumping on the trend for marketing purposes. They were pioneers. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, the whole team is a. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I feel like there was another uh, baseball one I had. Oh, I, the uh, the Biloxi Shuckers. <laughs> in Alabama, yeah, the Biloxi Shuckers. They're the uh, I think they're the okay. Brewers minor league team. I think in Double A, maybe that's an okay game. Like it, it has. No, it's cool. Meaning. Like it's like yeah. It's I like, mean, it would make more sense in like Indiana. It's a little but, weird. Like, but like, like corn 
Like, you know, you're shucking corn. No, 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 no. It was like a clam. It was like shucking. Oh, oh. Like, yeah, that's yeah. better for Maine. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's in Alabama for yeah, pretty okay. sure. Alabama, right? Do I mean, they even, do they have that. like a sliver of ocean? Yeah, they're like one of those states. They're on the coast. Yeah, no, but it, is it like New Hampshire where they we they just gave them a sliver of coast just so they could have some economy? Um, I certainly want, wouldn't want to eat any clams from the Gulf of Mexico anyway. Probably, yeah. After uh, BP uh, did their thing, um, uh, and also a uh, minor league baseball team, the Sea Dogs. I went to the Sea Dogs game on Saturday, and well, it was being it was it was being <laughs> supper night. Um, and so, of course, they renamed the team for the night Bean Supper. So they were the Bean Suppas, and uh, every time they got a walk the PA announcer or like a recording of the PA announcer would say, nice side bean supper. Um, and I started a uh, let's go bean suppers chant that echoed throughout the crowd of like not even a thousand people probably. Um, and yeah, so bean suppers, the Portland bean suppers. That was a really long way to say that. I know, <laughs> but look, I actually think that was the worst one they did though. Like, cause they, they do that, the, don't they? Do that like pretty frequently for yeah. Like, they had the red events. snappers, which were pretty good for like the red main hot dogs, and then they had uh, the main whoopie pies was my favorite one. That logo was awesome. I bought one of those crew necks. Julia got a hat for it, like the bean supper logo. I'm sorry, and it's a hot, <laughs> it's a hot dog coming out of a bowl of beans, and like it doesn't say anything on it. So that like without explanation, that's a. Uh, well, yeah, the, you bring up an excellent point about the minor league teams that then change their name 50 times as well. And uh, the yard goats have the steamed cheeseburgers and the uh, and uh, and about five uh, the, the whirly birds. And, and it's just it's just gives them an excuse to change everything for one day. It's great. Um, but uh, well, I, I was just. I, I was gonna I was gonna actually bring up the uh, one one of the one of the uh, one of the good names out of Grenoble, France. They actually there's a team called the Wolf Burners, and it's literally a wolf that's on fire. And I... <laughs> <laughs> no way! Yeah. yeah, I don't. This I, wolf I... is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I stumbled on that one, and I'm just like, well, "That's pretty hardcore, right there." So, all right, anybody got any more rapid fire ones? Patty, yeah, running out. <laughs> uh, sort of spinning off of what Drew was talking about with the different themed nights. Uh, I think the teams that honor their Hispanic heritage nights with uh, renaming their teams are some of them sort of. But the ones that are like top notch or like I know the Sharks did a really good logo and they were Los Tiberones yeah. for an entire like month there for Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, and uh, the San Antonio Rampage, uh, that's a majority Hispanic city, San Antonio. And so they did a whole week long Hispanic Heritage like festival at their arena and uh, Called themselves uh, Los Chimuelos, which is uh, 
a Hispanic, sort of like a, a toothless man from Dia de los Muertos. And they like, so they didn't even stay with like the rampage. They didn't go with the bulls. They just, they completely threw it out and went for something completely different and redid their jerseys. And it looked pretty cool because usually in hockey, we don't get that. We get it more in, like you said, with minor league baseball, they have 40 different names that they come up with just for for fun themed nights and hockey's more boring about it and i felt like they did a good job with that one careful there cam you can't have too much fun going on at hockey games you can be like the miami heat and do uh, L- <laughs> <laughs> uh the, the sea dogs did the alsace de maine which is the moose of maine and I the like logo that. Was pretty cool. The the color scheme was really sweet. It was like a hot pink and like light blue and orange kind of thing. And they sold shirts that said Cerveza Baseball, which I regret not buying. <laughs> that's, that's never mind. I'm not going to get into the stupid story. I, I also wanted make. to shout out uh, the Wolverhampton Wolves. Uh, yes, that's that cool. <laughs> Have we? I've been just Googling basically this entire episode, so I've missed oh, a lot. But no, man. have we touched upon the Washington football team? Who are I will say, wait, hold on. I, believe, I had to look it up. I, Wolverhampton, their official name is the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Ah. They just go by Wolves. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Okay, their logo correct. is a wolf. Which yeah, makes no correct. sense. I, I the wish Wanderers. their logo was like a, like a hitchhiker. Like just a guy with his thumb up. Like just like hey, <laughs> um, but Washington football team. Um, if we haven't touched upon that, now the Washington Commanders, which that's it's bad. just a, it's just. And so have I, you I watched Handsmaid's Tale? Renamed their teams to avoid racist names and logos. Uh, excellent decision there. They go, all go dropped the ball. Guardians and the Commanders, like what? The Guardians are awful. They had the spiders sitting right there. And they I they they gave the backstory of the Guardians and I was like, cool, it still sucks. Uh the Cleveland Guardians, the Owls of Gaul. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate the logo though. I think it's kind of nice. I think yeah, I got it's... myself so hyped up for them to be the spiders that anything they came up with it's like disappointing. Yeah. It, it didn't matter. It was it was I, all really bad for me. I also think when you have that opportunity to like change direction, like come up yeah, like just like I don't know, come up with something that you didn't have in the like nineteen seventeen or wherever that whenever that team spent. They should have been the spider guardians. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like they just guard spiders. <laughs> yeah, guard the spiders of so Isabel is the child who is the most bored in the world right now. Um so let's uh let's wrap it up. Uh TF what do you want to pluck? Uh well, I don't have anything successful going on, so it's tough. Um make it successful. We're make uh, it. we're uh, Widely listened to podcast. We're basically like the Shark Tank. Like we're we're like you know <laughs> the one where you so, fall in and get eaten, not the one where you pitch to millionaire investors. <laughs> all right, so I'm I got these model racing cars that explode. You know, uh, uh, right, guys, well, got DF's model racing cars exploding. Yeah, explode. Yes. 
Uh, well, you can find me um, on the internet at uh, DF Pendries on the Twitter or anywhere else, really. And uh, I have a website, which you can find through the Twitter. So, you know, that's pretty much it, you know. If I do anything else, I'll post about it there and you can read about it or probably not. So, <laughs> so right. the DF hub, the DF center. Well, uh, thanks for coming on DF. We appreciate it. Been a long time coming and it did not disappoint. Uh, Thank you very much. Everybody. Thanks for, thanks for listening. I guess <laughs> it's been an off season. We're doing it. We are. We're almost. Thank you.